who the fuck do they think I am? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. I am Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metalworks, joined by my co-host Roy, the psychopath Scott from Vintage Axe Works. We would like to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Evapo Rust. You guys have all heard us talk about it, the original super safe rust remover and its non-toxic environmentally safe formula. It removes rust without the hassle of scrubbing and is also biodegradable. It is reusable several times before the solution is spent. Head over to Amazon, use the promo code 25AXIRON to receive 25% off of your Evaporust. This is the Axe and Iron Podcast. We are joined by a very special guest today that is a bazillion miles away from uh, us in Finland, Olivia Sarland. Thanks for having me. No problem, no problem. We've had a lot of requests to have you on the show. Uh, I think a lot of people find your body of work interesting. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us where you're located in Finland, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Well, I'm uh, I'm from the Åland Islands, so it's uh, a small island right in the in the middle of uh, Sweden and Finland. So it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm Finnish, so it's a Finnish island, but I speak Swedish. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. Yeah. And you clearly speak English pretty well, so um, is is English just part of your all's uh, vocation there? You, like, everyone has to learn how to speak English, or what? Yeah, Because yeah, you speak knows. better than Chris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes, everyone knows English, at least all the young people do, and some older people. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. My grandparents speak English, but not very not, cool. Yeah. So what brought you to that island? Let's talk about that. How you uh, ended up there? Born and raised, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. And it's, it's hard to leave. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> what kind of uh, what kind of population are we? How do you pronounce it again? The Islands Island. Uh, yeah, that's also right. Okay. We say, okay. We say you got Ola. you got really lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's uh, the population like, like over there? Well, like uh, about 30,000 people. Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah. there's more people than I thought. So let's get right into it. You took, uh, from what I understand from a little bit of information I could find on you, you have uh, you traveled across Sweden to get your journeyman? Yeah. I moved to uh, uh, Western Norland. Western uh, Norland. I don't, I don't know the, the name in English, actually. Kronfors. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so it's about five hours uh, from the harbor. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I just um, I I started in on on the Orland Islands first, but then uh, there's no real education here, so I had to uh, look further. You mean education as far as blacksmithing goes? Yeah. Okay. Or just uh, no education. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we what got? <laughs> what got you? Uh, what got you interested? Why did you want to take that path and go down that that road to uh, learn how to forge and and create the stuff that you create? Well, I used to work as a waitress actually, so okay. I uh, I went to the hotel and restaurant school here on the island and uh, worked for a few years as a waitress and bartender and some uh, 
in some bakeries and stuff like that. But then I mm-hmm. got tired of uh, drunk people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I just felt like, okay, I need to do something else now for a while. And uh, then there's a, a small folk school here on the island that I, it's like um, uh, for arts and crafts and stuff like that. So I tried oh. all kinds of different things like pottery and uh, uh, sewing, wood carving and stuff like that, and also blacksmithing. And I think it was just uh, love at first sight, I think. The metal just no. kind of grabbed you and you had to start moving metal with Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, everything, the smell, <laughs> the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Anything is better than woodworking, Olivia. Oh, my Anything God. Stop is it. Better I than totally woodworking. agree. <laughs> Yeah, wood is so, only wood is only good for burning. All right, if you want to talk about a broken record, me talking about your fat head, this whole thing of burning wood and burning handles burning wood, is getting real all, old. That's all wood's good for, starting fires. All right, so hang on, hang on, hang on. So I had to pull up a map because I like geography, and Chris is a big dummy. Um, so I'm looking at your island, and it is big, but between your island and the mainland, it looks like there's like a thousand teeny tiny little islands yeah what what what's going it, on with those are they just uninhabitable well, those look like highways over there well it's like uh we have a large archipelago and uh-huh. uh, then it looks on the map i think like like you could almost walk uh-huh walk to the mainland but it's actually you have to go by the ferry it take it takes like five hours to finland Gee. and two hours to sweden so I'm looking at Soderholmen. There's a highway. I mean, I'm assuming there's like tons of bridges and everything that connect all these little tiny yeah. little islands. Some it's bridges, really cool. but yeah. mostly like small ferries. Ah. Yeah. It's very and you cool. just Sorry. and you just never leave. Uh, yeah, I, I have to to keep sane. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Some of the questions that we got from some of the listeners is um. Let's see, where can we start out? So you went to Sweden. You got your journeymans in Sweden. Who'd you learn from in Sweden? Uh, we have two teachers there, or uh, two main teachers, uh, Andreas Lundin and Ulla Rasmussen. Not famous on Instagram or anything, but yeah. they should be. Okay. Uh, yeah. But it's called, the school is called Jern uh, Akademin, uh, the Iron Academy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's pretty awesome. So what were their what were their backgrounds in ironwork and forging? Did they do uh, sculptural work like you do? Did they do architectural? Did they do tool making? Uh, well, they started about the same way as I did, I think. They do uh, uh, mostly art, both, both of them. But uh, we also have some uh, guest, guest teachers uh, that make like axes and yeah. hammers and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to make an axe? Oh my God! <laughs> your face. No, I know that's very uh, prominent over in Sweden and Finland. They love their axes over there. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, we go had ahead. Uh, we had like uh, uh, axe courses, and we had uh, Damascus steels, knives, stuff like that. But also a lot of art and uh, themed projects over a longer time, and and then. Uh, you can like find your own niche and uh, stick to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's quite free. So dial us in on timeline here. So um, when when did you head over there? How long did it take? And just kind of you know just general time frames. 
I got there 2015 and it took me three and a half years. So, so uh, two years ago, I got my journeyman letter. So were you living in Sweden the entire time that you were doing this or are you traveling back and forth? I lived in Sweden, but I traveled back and forth like every third week or so because I had my boyfriend here on the island. So, uh-huh. yeah, I had to see him and my family. And your, so, your work looks like it progressed very quickly. like you you're very very talented and uh you you. have yeah your work is incredible and for only doing this for three and a half years well I guess five and a half years now yeah I I I think it's been I think it was seven years ago that I did set foot in a in a smithy for the first time seven years ago you got tired of seeing drunk people and you wanted to go you wanted to go hit (laughs) things with hammers yeah makes sense to me yeah come on so so your best choice of my life there you go there you go so your style is uh very very unique it's very clean uh your joinery is very very nicely done what inspires your work was it one of the teachers that you worked under was it is it something you just pull out of your head like what what drives the type of art that you're creating right now I think I'm inspired a lot by a lot of people uh, of course my teachers but also uh, the other students because I uh, at that time you see iron everywhere and people, art and other people's styles and you want to try everything uh, right right I started following a lot of people on Instagram and uh, looking on the internet and just trying and uh, always when you do something even even though you have like someone who inspires you it, it turns out as your own you have your right. own style right I think, yeah but I think uh, I also get inspired by, by things that scare me a little bit I've done a lot of uh, shipwrecks and stuff like that okay yeah I have a morbid fascination. <laughs> I didn't know. I was going to ask you if you're uh, creating all the ships and the shipwrecks and the chandeliers and the, is that because you take the ferry a lot and you're, the ferry <laughs> is your inspiration for your ironwork. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But no, you have this, let's talk about this piece you posted the other day with the copper dragon wings and the, um, the silver, I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm misrepresenting your work. It's it's copper on one side with iron on the other side. What what was that piece and what was it what was it created for? Did you win some sort of award for that? Uh, it's that's my journeyman test actually. So oh, I got okay. my journeyman letter for it, and it's uh, it's actually leather. Uh, that's leather. Oh, okay. One. Yeah. So it's wow. supposed to be moving, or I I can move it. Like it it can be down and it can be up. Yeah, for those of you guys listening, the uh, her account is Olivia underscore Dan's daughter. Go there, and you guys can follow along with the pieces that we're talking about. Um, so this yeah. was posted two days ago, and I think it's funny that you make references to your your disgusting sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think more more people wanted to see her work, so she like started throwing it out there, which is good. <laughs> so. Um, so how long did this piece take you to create it, and what were some of the challenges of the piece itself, if you don't mind? I think it took me all the, uh, almost a whole semester, like uh, from September to uh, November. It took so it's a lot of hours, and I think the biggest challenge was psychological and mental, like. Uh, 
my self-esteem and s- stuff like that because I knew I had it. Someone was gonna look at it and uh, and uh, judge it. Yeah. 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 So it works like you have um, when you do the journeyman, you have to. There's a list, or now I think it's a bit different now. But when I did it, it was a list of techniques and and materials and stuff like that that you had to had to include in your test. And then you can make could, could make your own uh, blueprint of it. Uh, yeah, we don't have anything like that over here in the states, which is it, you don't. You got, no, we don't. Have, I mean, we, no, no, we don't. We have a bunch of idiots that are just smashing stuff just to smash stuff. <laughs> but you do it really well. <laughs> yeah, well, so some of them do, not all of them. But it's question, um, it's questionable. No, that's that's a that's an amazing piece. And where did that end up at? Uh, right now, it's on the floor in my workshop. Waiting oh, for... oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's where all great pieces of work go to rest. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So speaking about your workshop, I understand that you have you're working out of an old blacksmith shop right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually I have my own little room there. It's uh, where the the smith is. uh, Your own own space. Yeah. My own space. And then that's connected to a larger workshop from like the 40s or or something. Uh, And I share that with another guy who works on Indian motorcycles. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. No kidding. So you're forging stuff on one side, and he's working on Indian motorcycles on the other. Yeah. <laughs> no, what was that shop right. originally? Was it always a smithy? Uh, I think it was a, always a smithy, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, there was actually a lot of uh, the old uh, tools that from the the other blacksmith was still there, and no one had used it for um, for many years, and he's dead now. Uh, oh. So that was really cool. He made a lot of tools. To, that were <laughs> wait, only wait, 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 Olivia. He's dead, so it's really no, cool. No, the fact that he left his tools there is cool. Not the fact that that's he's dead, cool. right, yeah. Olivia? Yeah, no, okay. that's, that's okay. not cool. Yeah, you were. Yeah, speaking of yeah. Uh, morbid fascinations, that was that was interesting. <laughs> but I, I knew what you meant. I think everybody knew what you meant. He left his tools I hope there. So. So that, yeah. yeah, it I doesn't matter. To be alive. Because I had some questions for him. He left a lot of interesting tongs and stuff that I think we're only meant to do one thing or something. You know, oh, when you need cool. a tool yeah. or something, that's not yeah. that doesn't exist. So <laughs> what do you think? You what think he, he made some of those tools? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think he made them, uh, and I think he made tools for for other people too, like farmers or uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, special devices that doesn't exist. They do you have, have any? Say, I- do you have any idea what he was making there? Um, I think he was a fixer, the town oh, fixer, okay. you know, people yeah. uh, come to him with uh, their broken stuff or uh, ideas and, and things like that. He wasn't an artist, he was more more of a mechanic, you right. say. Yeah, yeah we, we just call those guys handymen back here, when, and yeah. fixer, fixer has a whole different meaning. <laughs> um, are you, do you have any, one of the questions was, do you have any plans to restore the old shop, or can you like... Um, I guess can you fix it up? Are you allowed to do that? Yeah, a little bit, but no, I'm not allowed to to do too much. It ha- uh, still okay. has to be like, uh, it it has to be it 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 has to be usable, but still in the old in the old way. So, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So what are you creating? Like, what's your day to day look like when you go into the shop? Uh, what are you working on? I make a lot of smaller things now. Actually, I I don't have the space that I did uh, back at school. Okay. Uh, so now it's uh, I have some orders on uh, like candle holders and some art pieces like a hanging 
like the hanging ship I posted on Instagram. Yeah. Um, What's the size of that ship? It's about almost a meter long. Oh wow! Okay. From the from the uh, from the tip to the yeah. Very cool. So whenever you're talking smalls, also are you referring to um, these like uh, wine bottle signs with the yeah wine bottle signs. So, what's the material wrapped around the bottle itself? It looks like leather a, or something. Yeah, it's a broken apron. <laughs> a broken apron. Oh, I mean, there you yeah. go. I, I love it. You're just using, using stuff that would have been thrown in the trash. It's awesome. And it looks yeah. really cool. I like the little uh, rivet accents that you put on there, little studs. Thank you. Very cool. So she got away from drunk people and started making <laughs> stuff for people that hey, for people that hey, drink. Yeah. Fuck it, fucking Everybody's booze sells. Yeah, booze sells. Yeah, booze always fucking sells. Bottle yeah, that, That's why you. Like that. That's why you make bottle opener. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you sell your stuff at, Olivia? Where can somebody buy something of yours? Is that is uh, that a thing? Do you have like a website or? No, I don't have a website, and I don't even have a Facebook page or anything because I I. Well, I don't blame you. Fuck yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Facebook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so I so can somebody some... just DM you for a commission, or how does that work? Yeah, that's how it's been working so far. Uh, mostly someone I know, and mostly face to face. Oh, like, okay. Uh, uh, I have a, I run a cafe during the summertime, and I've had people come over there because they know that's where I am, <laughs> and just ask me, "Can you make one of these?" And then I make a sketch for them, and yeah. So, what are you working on right now? Right now I'm working on just uh, smaller stuff for a guest house, you know, like uh, candle holders, toilet paper holders. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bottle openers. Oh, uh, here we go. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm looking uh, at your Instagram page here on March 13th. You put up this picture with you and a couple of other women. Is this yeah. the cafe? Is this the cafe that you're talking about? No, or? that's actually something that's coming up soon. It's uh. uh by the guest house that I was talking about, it's uh, uh-huh. on the same in the same yard as the uh, blacksmith shop, um, and there's a house there that uh, some guys are fixing up, and it's gonna be something called Vinsmedian, and it's uh, wine mm. smithy, the wine forge. Oh um, no, cool. kidding! Yeah, so it's here gonna we go. Be We're going back to the booze. Seriously. Back to the booze. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so it's, it's cool. Be fun this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I like the uh, you got a couple of pictures on this carousel on your Instagram. Someone's holding a rolling pin, someone's holding a forging hammer, a knife, and then someone's holding a glass of like wine or champagne. But then the next picture, like you guys have the studio lighting and stuff set up. So uh, and I see an anvil. It looks like a steak anvil on top of it, or maybe that's just a yeah. hammer or something. That's my little hangout. This your little hangout. Yeah. It's, so, uh, so that was a photo shoot, or were they filming something, or? Uh, there was it was a photo shoot for the for the wine smithy. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And you guys are it, opening that up soon? Yeah, uh, we we were supposed to open now in October, but uh, due to times yeah. that mm-hmm. are right now, uh, it's been delayed. So we're waiting on furniture and uh, stuff like that. So it's a bit delayed, but. So is this going to be a place where people hang out and relax or they come in there to actually forge or uh both actually uh, i'm oh. gonna i'm the I, we have there's uh, three people there's a baker uh, a wine expert and uh, a blacksmith 
uh, and I'm the blacksmith. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, we're gonna have like uh, uh, music events and uh, wine tastings and workshops and stuff like that. Exhibitions. Love uh, it. Wow. Yeah, so it, it's like uh, a, a center of all the all that's good actually. Yeah. I look forward to it. I'm can... excited to share more when it's done. So I'm going to be honest with you, Olivia. Um, if someone was doing this over here in the States, I'd call them a fucking hipster. Um, but this <laughs> this looks really cool. It does, um, yeah. One, um, the picture, all of you guys are female. I don't know if there are any guys running it or anything. Um, but it just, seems, it just seems really cool and genuine. Um, where over here, it's just like oh, a whole bunch of fucking fluff and bullshit stuff and dippity do where this is like this is like old world super cool stuff just getting back to the basics and the roots i, I love it yeah. it's awesome so you're going to be able to get get bread uh drink some wine and then go hit shit with a hammer exactly yeah. like what could go wrong i think it's what, awesome. could, what go could go wrong, go wrong? all and the best things in life <laughs> exactly and you get to listen to live music that's going to be amazing so is there anything like this going on over here at the states, Chris? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, there would be so many. There'd be so many restrictions and like, yeah, no, that wouldn't happen over here. But could, but could you see someone in Nashville trying to pull this off? Yeah, no, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. You sure? No, I didn't. no, we couldn't do it. <laughs> it would be great. You could great. try. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could try. But no, that looks like. So I'm assuming that's going to be like your. I had the the next questions were what are your future plans? So that's the open up the wine smithy. Yeah, that's my future. Get that up and running. I, I have a summer cafe, uh, yeah. so I'll 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 be in the cafe in my own cafe during the summertime, and then the rest of the year I'll be in the wine smithy. How are the win yeah. How are the winters? They're pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad. They we used to have a lot of snow when I was a kid, but I think right nowadays it's just uh, cold rain, maybe yeah. some mm -hmm. snow. Yeah. Yeah. Dark, dark as hell. Yeah. Are you the only what? blacksmith on the island? No, there's actually a few more, but I think I'm the only one who took it this far. <laughs> so you're the only good one. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh, uh, okay. What are the yeah. other blacksmiths doing? Do you have any connection with them? Do you talk to them or anything? Yeah, sometimes. I I meet them on like uh, we sometimes we do some blacksmithing in uh, in farmers markets and stuff like that. So, oh, okay. like, uh, meeting people, mm -hmm. just talking, uh, blacksmithing, because it's fun, and just to show off the craft. And Are you yeah. the only female blacksmith? No, there's two, three more on the island. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's no awesome. No kidding. Yeah, that's badass. Maybe you, more, even. <laughs> that you don't yeah. know about. Yeah. Yeah. Hiding so, out in the shadows. So, I had a question about the um, your joinery techniques. Okay. Um, you you incorporate? Do you incorporate copper in there? Is that just leather, or because uh, it looks like there's some? The specific question was, uh, you've been you incorporate uh, copper into your joinery techniques. I'm assuming something along there. I'm I can't find anything that looks like that. But do you work with copper a lot? Yeah, I like copper. I okay. uh, mostly use uh, copper plate if I use copper. So I use it just as a regular plate. Uh, I've I've made the the lamp that I posted is uh, made the same way as the uh, iron wings on the big sculpture. Yeah, that lamp mm. is incredible. Thank you. Yeah, it's really really cool. And you're like you you have like this kind of like dragon kind of medieval <laughs> theme feel to your stuff. 
Is that yeah, just, maybe. Uh, where does that come from? I think I'm just one of those people who like to be in the dark, move okay. in the shadows. Yeah. Okay. I, I, think <laughs> I wasn't quite... too far off. <laughs> well, she I says it's, it's always dark over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could be why. <laughs> yeah, this lamp is really, really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Very incredible. Very incredible oh. pieces. So the most recent one that you posted, talk to us about that one. Uh, that's the fire basket, I think. Uh, okay. So it's uh, it was actually a project that we were gonna make something for a garden, and it had to, it had to be uh, able to take down, you know, take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it would be easy to store. Um, and that's just what happened, I guess. What was the size of that? Because <laughs> it's hard it's hard to tell the scale. I think it's like one, one meter, one meter and twenty centimeters high. Or okay. Something. Yeah. Very Shorter cool. than me. <laughs> Shorter than you. It's probably yeah. the same size as Roy then. Yeah, probably. So <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Than you. It's the same yeah. size as Roy. <laughs> so it looks like there's um some sort of floral things on top of it. I don't want to. They're not tulips, yeah. but they're like some sort of what 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 are those things? Those uh, called those the, are you know the do you have you know the regular cone can, uh, candle can, holders canna lilies and stuff yeah yeah so, oh, okay. so I, I i just made those but without without the purpose of having candles in them perfect it's really pretty it's very the nice. landscape and everything where you got where you live is incredible it looks really yeah. cool yeah i guess uh, i i'm used to it <laughs> yeah a lot of people get blinded by that but it looks it looks very very nice the beaches and the the landscape is i can see a lot of rain because you post a lot of pictures where you're like bundled up like uh you know, it's, <laughs> it's the end of the world and the it's dark and rainy and cold and miserable i, I kind of like that though <laughs> do yeah it's great it's great blacksmithing weather it's great yeah. blacksmithing weather. It's perfect. it is yeah when it's cold outside it's time to forge so yeah, how do you how do you feel about um, moving forward and like what what inspires you to keep going? Why do you want to keep creating stuff? Is this it for you or is this what you want to do for the rest of your life is the wine smithy and work uh, yes, at your shop? but also I don't only want to uh, be there. I also want to have like uh, my own exhibitions and stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm going to keep making art things and uh, hopefully have time to make bigger things, bigger projects. Uh, Keep making art. Yeah. Do, do you have any interest in um, knives or axes or swords or anything like that? I did actually when I started oh, out. It's not Olivia. Some. That's not the answer I was hoping for. That's <laughs> no, not. She the said she did. she did. I did. So she did it and she was like, no, fuck this. No. Moving on. Fuck this. I made a few kitchen knives and I made okay. some axes and uh, uh, some Damascus uh, blacksmithing and yeah, uh, and it's. It was fun, but it's not fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like uh, I don't like grinding and stuff like that. I really I just want to be by by my anvil and do as little grinding as possible. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree yeah. more. I hate grinding. That's the worst thing. <laughs> so so what you are you forging? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Roy. So can you talk to me about um, this furnace thing that you have posted? It was uh, back a couple years ago. Um, this big box oh, sitting on top of your anvil. I don't, I don't know what it is. Can you describe it to us? It was a workshop um, that that I attended. It was about, you know, the fireplace uh, doors. 
what what are they called? If there's a uh, fireplace and there's like plates. Yeah, uh, that's what we, we just call them yeah. fireplace doors. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're not we we're, we're not fancy. Speak? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So those so we were would, the doors for it. Uh, the, uh, that's the one I made. We were supposed to make uh, like a replica or, or make something that's uh. more more like uh, uh, time accurate for the old the old ones, but I didn't follow the rules so that oh. was that was just something out of my head i'm well, not really what, a, so they were they wanted you to recreate something from a certain time period yeah and you said fuck that it's ugly i'm gonna make my own shit well actually i i thought i had the i i knew the the style so i was like i'm just gonna do a little bit like this and a little bit like that and it's gonna look fine but then it turned out quite modern <laughs> <laughs> ah, see so, that wouldn't that wouldn't be that, considered modern to us. No, not at all. No, when I no. when I look at this, I see something pretty medieval, especially with all of the uh, the rivets on there and the little scrolly curly things and yeah. Um, it just looks. Mid- there we go. There we go. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. Scrolly, scrolly, and curly things. Hey, I'm yeah, describing this how I got, fucking see it. You got it. it. You got it. Olivia, yeah. let's talk about your uh, let's talk about your shop and your tools and everything. Do you own a Do you have a power hammer there? Yeah, I do, but I haven't used it yet because it needs some love first. It's been standing there for a lot of years, so it oh, needs okay. a new needs a new belt and then it needs to be anchored to the floor. Ah, okay. Yeah. Do you have any um, any Do you know what kind it is? Do you have any idea what kind of power hammer it is? Uh, I don't remember now, actually. I was looking for a picture of it, but I don't even see a picture of it. I have a picture. I can send it to you. Oh, okay. Is it like, uh, does it have a leaf spring design, like a U-shaped leaf spring design? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's that Very kind. cool. So uh, you have uh, you have intentions of getting that up and going? Of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I really want to, to use it. Yeah, they're, uh, they're a game changer. Really, yeah. If you're that good, at, if you're that good at the anvil, all that's going to transfer right into that power hammer, and you'll be able to move stuff so much faster. Have you yeah. used power hammers before? Did they yeah. have it at your school? Yeah. Yeah, we had uh, three actually. We had one uh, different kind of spring hammer uh, that has like the flat. Uh, what are those flat. hammers called, Chris? Uh, just like a leaf. Is it uh, the straight leaf spring design, Olivia? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was straight. Yeah. Yeah, just like a leaf spring on a truck, kind of. Two of it those. Doesn't, it doesn't have a specific name. Uh, yeah. No, it's like uh, I don't know what the specific name would be on the. I think the the uh, the one we called Klaverström and uh, the other one yeah. was called Junti. There you go. See, of course Junti, they are. Junti and uh, the other word. Cl- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your anvil. What size? Uh, what kind of anvil? The Swedish. I'm assuming you have a Swedish anvil because it has a very narrow face on it. Yeah, it's a Söderfors. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Sixty kilos. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Sodafers uh, are amazing. Sodafers make some amazing anvils. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, they're very nice. So is that yours, or did the dead guy leave that to you? No, that's mine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's mine. Another one that he left. Ah. Yeah. I, that's probably what you saw on the picture from the photo shoot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a uh, – was that a steak anvil? Like not a traditional uh, anvil, or was it like one you stick into a stump? No, yeah, I have a, a 
to, but the one that the steak anvil, anvil was was uh, stuck to. Uh, uh, that's she has, the old one. Olivia, we got to talk about this food. Yeah. Some of this food you eat is very <laughs> bizarre looking to us. Yeah, but it's it's not like my culture or anything. It's just me, I think. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's disgusting for everyone but me. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you have like um, you know the the translation isn't as good, but it looks like some sort of uh, I think that's meat. <laughs> Um, are you looking at the one with like the pink sausage on? You call it yes, the old man sandwich. Yeah. I don't. It's, where okay. where are you guys? That looks uh, that looks pretty uh, interesting. <laughs> I mean, it was disgusting to me too. I just. <laughs> oh, okay. You were just you were just hungry. I was just, just hungry. You were oh my just god. Hungry and Went you needed to something. Okay. <laughs> and then you have these. Uh, these uh, soup with um, I'm assuming that's soup with um, no, some I don't... poached eggs on top. Oh, but that's ramen. Is it okay? Yeah, well, that's, that's you, you really have, good food. You have a different kind of ramen than we have <laughs> because um, oh my god, yeah, that's that's Am pretty. I, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong. No, no, I think you got it right. I think I think that's the uh, I think that's what you're calling ramen. Oh, uh, my olive sandwich. <laughs> what's that? My olive sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that yeah. was interesting too. That's a lot yeah. of olives. That that doesn't look terrible, and the thing that looks the best is that you're holding an IPA next to it. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this mask. Yes, is that you? please. Is that you? Please. Yeah. The one with the butterfly on it. Yes. It's, it's creepy yes. as fuck. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, that's it's supposed to be creepy. It's a corona mask. <laughs> oh, of course it yeah. is. Okay, there we go. Yeah, well, it was uh, it was um, a, an uh, an online exhibition with the theme quarantine. So I thought it would be like a good thing to make people keep a distance to wear that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would definitely yeah. work. Yeah. Did you wear it around town? Not yet. But I might. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a, uh, that's definitely a Corona mask. Yeah. So yeah. for those listening, uh, Olivia underscore Dan's daughter uh, posted May 18th. It's a weird mask with a butterfly, and half of it is like leather or some sort of it's canvas definitely, or something with an yeah. eye hole yeah. popping out of it. It's the same apron that I used for the. Ah, see, this apron never that. fucking goes away. I mean. Yeah. This, I, so, I have a few a few strips left of it. <laughs> oh, okay. So on the last picture of of that post, you're sitting, you're leaning up against a motorcycle that I assume is an Indian that the guy in the, the next to you is working on. But what about this cup that you're holding? You're not drinking out of that, are you? No, that's really cool actually. It's the it's the old old blacksmith who left it. So he left uh, his uh, coffee mug and he left his uh, one of his boots. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, Olivia, just to give you, um, you might want night might not want to drink out of that coffee cup. That might be the reason the blacksmith's no longer there. <laughs> yeah, it's not possible. It has a big hole in it, so oh, I, okay. I'm just keeping it for good luck. <laughs> yeah, the mask looks like some Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing <laughs> that would be like, uh, you know, Leatherface, but in, but yeah. in steel. But yeah. in steel. It's very, 
Very interesting piece. People keep the distance. Absolutely. So, so, I mean, this piece. <laughs> Roy's it, just like flabbergasted. No. Know what to say. <laughs> so it looks like it could be cast, but I know that it's not. I assume that it's not. So, what is the what? What's the metal, and how long did this one take you? And just can you just talk about the the, the process of the build on it? Uh, on the mask. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's, what's and then what's up with the butterfly? I just have to know because it the butterfly. Cool. It's I made this uh, during a time where there was a lot of butter, butterflies in my shop, and uh. that one is actually dead. So I glued it on there because I found <laughs> it on the floor. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought it was painted you, on there. You, you <laughs> thought. You thought, this was gonna, you thought this was going to take some deep artistic uh, <laughs> idea behind it, and it's like, no, I picked up a dead butterfly and I glued yeah. it to it. It's there very silence exactly of I the worked. lambs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very silence of the lambs. But it so, took me like uh, maybe two days, and I just used a piece of old rusty plate that I found in the workshop. Uh, and I, I don't have any, like... Uh, uh, how do you say molds molds or anything to yeah, yeah. tape it in so i i just used my my anvil stand and my anvil so this is what i find interesting olivia is that it, for me uh, i don't know anything about blacksmithing i've i've just pounded on some stuff with chris a year ago making bottle openers um <laughs> but in my mind and i think this is true for inexperienced people that have no idea it it seems like you have to have um, a really nice forge, a really nice power hammer, a really nice anvil. You have to have good, clean stock and whatever. And you're just like, no, I picked up this piece of metal and I banged it out and I put it together and I just, I just glued on a fucking, uh, <laughs> a, a, a butterfly. Yeah. And it's really cool what you can create with, I guess, very little things. And you're just like, yeah. And, and did you, did you make the, the mask, um, the that's all the material you had or did you purposely do it to have one eye hole out so you can be like hey i'm watching you motherfucker no actually it was uh, just as you said it was already cut so i yeah just decided that okay so i guess i use uh yeah i had to make it that way and then i took my old apron that was already broken and it was more like just uh uh in the moment thing i didn't sketch it out or anything i didn't think it just turned out well i think that's awesome yeah thank you very very cool piece are you using um coal coke gas what are we using for your for your forge i use coal oh okay and yeah. from what i understand coal is fairly expensive there it's quite expensive yeah i pay like uh, 35 euros for uh 25 kilos holy crap I don't yeah. know what that math is. <laughs> that's a that's a, like ridiculous amount more than we pay. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. So it's like uh, she pays forty bucks for you said twenty kilos. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah. So she's basically like paying a dollar a pound for coal. Let's put it in perspective. Uh, we pay ten dollars for fifty pounds. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I can get it for cheaper too, but uh, then I have to go to Sweden or Finland and buy really large amounts. Uh, wow. So, so yeah. always, have you always worked in coal? Like even when you were at the school? Uh, coal or 
or coke. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, so we also have like uh, gas forge, but I, I only use them to like heat up small screws to get off the, the ugly color and stuff like that. I never use them to forge with. But so I, I hear they're really good. What's the difference between coal and coke? I don't, I don't I have no idea. Coal is uh, easier to uh, get to burn. Uh, it's also dirtier. It's more smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and it burns uh, for a longer time. Coke uh, is more. It's it it's it's much. Um, what's how you do got I say it? it. Yeah, Coke is like uh, clean. All the impurities are burned out of it. It requires like a lot of air. It doesn't smoke as much. Yeah. Yeah, and it's hotter it, too. Yeah, but it, it does. Is Coke uh, like a distilled version of coal? Yeah. Or is it yeah. something? Com- okay. No. Okay. Yeah, it's just like a cleaner version of it. Some people prefer Coke over coal. I've always used coal. I love coal. I love that she said she only uses her gas forge to burn the ugly shit off of screws. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. There's something about coal, though. Once you start working in it, it's just like you have to pay attention to the material. You can't walk away. I think there's a lot of a lot of people now in this craft, are, they're getting like uh, – too used to gas where you don't have to pay attention. You stick something in and you just walk away, go hang out with your buddies. It's like, no, you want to be in the moment. You want to be like paying attention to what you're doing. I don't know. There's something like coal has soul. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't it? It does. And it's uh, also the smell. You you don't get the smell with. uh, Oh, I love, I love black lung. It's awesome. No, it's not like that. (laughs) This is, she's right. There is something about smelling coal, like burning, like that. You can smell coal a mile away, and it's like, well, it's, it's, it's the greatest it smell. It's just, it it's very traditional. That's what I think of. It's very, yeah. very traditional. To me, it yeah. puts you in mind of like you're getting ready to create. So as soon as you smell that, you like you're getting ready to create something. Yeah, it really inspired. Yeah, you're gonna fucking make some cool shit. She gets it, Roy. You hear this shit? <laughs> Shut your face. <laughs> you're getting cultured here, Roy. Oh my you're god. Cultured here. So. De- changing subjects here just because i was scrolling through all your pictures and i see i see a lot of um landscape pictures does everyone there own a boat just to be able to go where they need to go because there's no, no other way it's actually more many people do but it's it's not for not because you have to it's because uh, it's only for like for fun yeah only use it and only use them during the summer because we all we have ice here uh-huh. so yeah. Well, do you I go, saw, do you go saw... fishing during the summer? Uh, no, I don't. No. I Sometimes during the spring or fall I do, but it's not like an interest. It's just I like it sometimes. Oh, My boyfriend okay. likes to fish, so I, I follow him sometimes. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, looks, that's all I would do if I lived there. Yeah. Fish. <laughs> Fishing. Yeah. yeah, it looks great. So there's this one little clip that you did a couple of years ago. You're cruising around in the water and, and this boat is just covered in ice um and you see this little village and the landscape is just absolutely gorgeous yeah uh, it's beautiful i mean just that alone oh. is very inspiring and, and i can <laughs> i can understand this whole you know you it's freezing outside you go to your workshop you fire up the forge and it's very traditional very romantic um so i i, yeah, I completely understand it Chris, on the other hand, he's just a big meathead, and he goes out there. I just smash stuff. Like, oh, flyers. Yeah. Uh, uh. I want to. I want. I want to make more art, but yeah. 
It's how, how do you feel like, um, uh, making a living for yourself over there doing this? How's that, how's that going? Is it, is it lucrative? Can you make money doing it? Is it, yeah, um, I think okay. I could, I can't right now, right now it's just uh, a little bit here and there. Uh, but it's, because I of, think, because of the way the world is right now. No, I think uh, it would be like this anyway, because I oh. just, I haven't been promoting myself really much. So well, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get ready. <laughs> I I have a it's I, I can do this just thanks to the cafe. So I work really really hard during the summer and then I can be blacksmithing during the winter time. So uh, this cafe do you own the cafe or do you work there? How close is it to where you're you're living and all those little things? Well, it's about 15 minutes from where I live and I it's my own. It's I'm not the one who uh, who opened it up in the first place is from if the... you tell us some dead guy left it to you we're gonna be <laughs> no, no. we're gonna okay okay Li- living guy <laughs> oh living guy okay yeah <laughs> so you bought an existing cafe um yes. so what kind of do you i know that you're doing this wine thing but do you try to incorporate your artwork and your pieces into your cafe as decorations as just you know yeah i did sort of... my the the thing uh, with the wings uh, uh-huh. actually hung in the cafe for a summer, um, and then so, I took it. Sorry. So have you have you sold things in your cafe just because they happen to be there of things that you created? No, but I got orders in the cafe because oh. they they saw the things that hung there. And they're like, what the fuck is this, and who made that? And you're like, oh, that's that's me. I just did that out of uh, some scrap stuff. It's cool. Yeah. It's no big deal. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually you, that's, that's really cool though. Seriously, do you, do you get any flack over there? Like, do you get any? Um, is there any pushback over there being a being a woman and creating art and like being a blacksmith? Is there any kind of like the old guys, or, or are they all dead? Uh, no, <laughs> actually, from from the blacksmiths, I, uh-huh. I think I, I've never gotten any shit from blacksmiths Good. because they know they know about they know what what the they know the art. Yeah, they know I can do it. Um, and but, they see your work and you probably blow them out of the water and they, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just, you know, people who like, uh, blacksmithing, but ne- never did it themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the people that always oh, often think they know more than me. So it's, uh, it's quite hard being on uh, farmer's mar- markets and uh, <laughs> those places because I have to prove myself. So when you do and- the farmer's markets, what are you making there? Are you, are you making sculpture or are you just doing like hooks and bottle openers and that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, it's hooks and bottle openers because I have to be able to talk meanwhile. Yeah. Right. And just get something done fast. Fire yeah. poker. Do you need any fire pokers? Yeah, fire pokers and stuff like that. You yeah. Know, yeah. The, just small utility kind of things? Yeah, that you can just hit with a hammer hard a few uh-huh. times for, yeah. for people to see. People like that when things happen fast. <laughs> All right, so I got a question for both y'all. Um so in terms of blacksmithing, where do you think – I'm just talking big buckets, general buckets of um, specialty. So you have sculpt, blacksmiths that make sculpture. You have yep. blacksmiths that make knives. You have blacksmiths that make tools. Then you have blacksmiths that make, like, railing and scrolls. And I don't – I don't. Do you, do you consider that in sculpture also or, or what? Uh, if I consider like uh, railings and stuff for sculptures, or what? What do you mean? Like 
If I, well, uh, I, I I hear Chris talking about no, this guy does all this railing and whatever. Uh, For me, railing seems very like industrial. So, so there's like architectural blacksmithing, which okay, is like that, railings and gates and stuff like all right, that. that. And all then right. yeah, sculpture kind of falls into a like a art category. Can a, a railing can be very sculptural and yeah, beautiful and art, but uh, knife makers don't fall into that category. <laughs> they, they're they're like called bladesmiths and you know because blacksmithing well, the techniques of blacksmithing aren't the same as like creating a knife i don't care who anybody can argue that with me i don't care but you, it, it can be uh, art in in the category of knife making yeah because there's knives that aren't even meant for using they're meant to be like like a, a hung jewelry. on the wall yeah, yeah hung on the wall yeah, like if, the stuff that Roy makes. Oh, fuck off. So, so if if you take blacksmithing as a whole, where do each of these disciplines fall? Like, there are like most blacksmiths, fifty percent of them do sculpture work, forty percent of them do architectural stuff, and twenty percent do knife making. Like, where are these numbers? Because you all talk about all I don't the different think there types. Are, I, yeah, I don't think there's a way to like categorize it like that. Just give I mean, me a who, fucking swag. Are most really blacksmiths? Knows? In your expert, air quote, expert. Ex, you're not, I know, but in your <laughs> opinion, what, what are the most common types of blacksmiths? What are they making? What do you think, Olivia? Uh, I think most people make like knives, actually. Knives and railings. I think so. Because that's, uh, uh, that's a main interest. A lot of people like knives and that's also the reason for many people to start blacksmithing mm-hmm. in the first place. And many yeah. people who start blacksmithing only does knives. They don't. Uh, uh, they're not interested in the other stuff. So for those people listening, Chris has this sm- this smuggy I, smirk on his fucking face. I just uh, no. <laughs> I I kind of agree. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, there's. I think. I think no matter what medium you're using, if you're making art. You're just an artist. It doesn't matter if you're using wood or potter or, or ceramics or steel or copper or, you know, it doesn't matter. I, I don't know. I, there's a lot of, uh, you know, knives being art. That's like a, that's an argument that's going to be forever on forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, they're very artful. There's a lot of aspects. And like she said, there's there's stuff that people they make a knife and it's just meant to sit on a desk or hang on the wall or something like that. There's. But um, no, there's no actual number. I mean, who really knows? Nobody really knows that. I think well, the main the main concern is just keeping uh, keeping craft alive in general, no matter what. Uh, as as things grow and progress in the world, is just making sure there's people like Olivia that are out there that are getting recognized for you know working with their hands every day and making cool shit. Because ultimately, that's why we're all here. We're trying to spotlight people that are still working with their hands that are. Um, still making craft. And I, I think that needs to be uh, portrayed as more than anything about I make this or I make that. I think the whole, the whole thing of just working with your hands every day is that's yeah. badass in itself. I don't think it really matters so, what you're making. Ex- unless right. you're making, so, unless you're making, just stop. Just fucking. I mean, <laughs> so listen, yeah. based on what you just said, you have to, yeah. you have to stop shit talking fucking woodworkers. Then you're uh, always, no, I'm friends with a lot of woodworkers. They know I'm just giving them hard time. Doesn't matter. I know a it's, lot. Of, I'm best friends with one of the best woodworkers in the country. So it doesn't really. Matter. Who's that? 
Uh, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> First off, you don't have Olivia? any you, you don't have any friends, so just fuck off on that. What were you going to say, Olivia? Uh, I think it's actually I I I wish I could work with Wood more. I, it's extremely difficult. Okay, and this is the part where we wrap the show up. Thank no, you. Fuck <laughs> off. Shut up. No, but it's so different because with uh, with metal and iron, you can you can just. Uh, uh, hit it up again and and try once more. But with yeah. wood, when you do something wrong, you have to throw it away. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely an art. And I I don't I can make handles for for my own things, but I cannot use wood. All right, we're getting ways. carried away here, Olivia. We're no, no, just stop. <laughs> stop here. So it's interesting. There 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 are two. Uh, woodworking is on this spec in my mind it's on this spectrum very 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 technical very precise stuff stuff that uh um deer river's doing um oh yeah so the joinery on his stuff and 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 others like him it's so clean and crisp and precise and then you have guys like me that it, it's totally free form i i use a bandsaw to rough out a shape i use a chop saw to to cut my stuff to length and then it's all done by hand and very little measurements, you know. Um, so I understand that, yes, on one end, if you make one wrong cut, you're fucked. Um, but on on the stuff that I do, if if I, you know, dig in too far with a draw knife or I'm, if I apply too much pressure on the, the 2x72 grinder when I'm shaping a hand or something, there is some forgiving forgiveness in the material. But yeah. you're right. Once you go too far, then then it's done and you have to start over. So what's what's um, what's it like sourcing wood over there for you? It seems uh, that it would be not so easy. Uh, it's quite easy actually. I, it's quite I, easy. Yeah, I don't get uh, I don't we don't have like uh, hickory and stuff like that. We have well, only I, I, like yeah. So that's what I was kind of like like good dense hardwoods. Yeah, we use uh, ash, birch, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, just uh, the main thing is it's supposed to it's it's supposed to be local, uh, and right. sometimes I don't even know what kind it is. I'm just this is a good piece, and then I'll see how how it holds, <laughs> how it holds up. That's fair. Yeah. Just looks pretty. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Olivia, how can people get in touch with you if they want want? Or, or actually, I should ask, how is it to ship to stuff to the states from there? Is it a pain in the ass, or is it fairly easy, or how does that I've work? I've never, I've never done that before. Oh. Yeah, okay. I have never, I have never shipped anything. I have uh, only made things locally. Well, so, I have shipped to Finland, and I can tell you, you it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a pain I, in the ass for us to get packages too. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I spoke about it in like two episodes ago. I've sent stuff to a guy in Sweden twice now and for some oh. reason it, it keeps disappearing okay it never makes it to him so well, um, you got you got a tape of 20 dollar bill on top of it to bribe the guy <laughs> yeah i don't think yeah. that would work either yeah so <laughs> my my axe nerd friends uh matthew justice and charles uh they're always squawking about how long it takes to get something from finland and like yeah. whenever they whenever they buy a finnish axe it, it really doesn't matter if you're buying one or 10 or 20. It's like just put them all in at one time and just make it one big giant shipment. But it takes months to get yeah. from there to here. And I don't 
Like, do they put it on like a little 18 foot dinghy and then just cruise across the freaking ocean <laughs> and say like, good why, luck? Yeah. Why the fuck does it take so long? I have no idea. I always thought it, thought it was because of uh, me living on an island, because it's uh, it's always trouble. You know, we have to pay tax twice, and it's yeah. So I I didn't know it was for the for the like for uh, the whole country like that. Yeah, it is. Maybe it's uh, <laughs> Sweden too. So I'm telling you right now, Olivia, if 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 the cafe doesn't work out, if the wine smithy doesn't work out, there's always a market for selling Finnish axe heads to these nerds over here in the states. Yep. That's great. People go crazy over them. I don't like them. I think they're dumb. And this is, I'm sorry if you're offended, but they're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like them. But the guys that do, oh my God, they pay top dollar for that kind of stuff. And uh, the supply is limited. So there's a a huge market for it. All right. That's good to know. There you go. Doesn't work out for you start go start start selling axes. Axes. Yeah. they don't yeah. even have to be good just freaking find stuff in finland <laughs> box them but up and ship them over here i'm serious they don't good, i may have some oh there you, there you go <laughs> i'm i'm telling you you will probably get a couple of of dms going hey i heard roy talking about finnish axes can you get me some and just say <laughs> you know what just go fuck off and find your yeah. own just block, just block those people just block, just block them block. yeah <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Just block. So where do we go from here, Olivia? What's next? We can't open the the wine smithy. So what's next? Winter's coming. Winter's coming. I'm just gonna be in the forge, making making stuff, and I'm gonna start posting too. There we go. Yeah. Get yeah. on your Instagram, yo. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I, I'm gonna stop uh, stop <laughs> shit posting. <laughs> there you go. Olive, olive and uh, sausage sandwiches all day. Oh, my God. And uh, disgusting-looking mustards on top. Yeah, I'm probably going to keep shitposting, though, now that I that's think fine. of it. But maybe I'll post some you more blacksmithing stuff, too. That's <laughs> funny that you said shitposting, because that's exactly what I call Roy's post every that's single right. day. That's right. Every day. Okay. Olivia Sarling. Thank you very, very much for joining us two knuckleheads on this thank show. Seriously, thank yes. you. We, thank we, we love your work. We're a fan, and I think you're going to have a lot more fans of your work after this. It's very, very incredible. It's inspiring, and I think that you're going to inspire a lot of people by your work. Um, yeah, you can't, so can't say enough about it. It's crazy cool stuff. Olivia Sarling, go follow her right now. Stop what you're doing. Hit pause on this and go follow Olivia underscore Dan's daughter, D-O-T-T-R, not uh, daughter like daughter, daughter. You don't know how to spell it. Olivia underscore Dan's daughter. (laughs) Uh, Go follow her and, uh, yeah, go hit her up for some custom work if you're in the – in Finland, Sweden, wherever she doesn't want to ship to the states because it's a pain in the ass. But yeah, go uh, <laughs> go follow her on Instagram. Um, once again, we would like to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Evaporust. Go check them out at Evaporust right here on Instagram. You can use Roy and I's code twenty five axe iron on Amazon. Once again, thank you, Evaporust, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you. I am Chris from Mount Phillip Metalworks. This is Roy Scott from Vintage Axe Works with Olivia Sarling, the amazing blacksmith from Finland. That's a wrap on the Axe and Iron.
Podcast.